안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. No worry about my health. Ah, uh, I am really strong and I am okay, my brothers and sisters. As long as I please, I will give morning devotion. Today, I would like to speak with the title, Heavenly Latin America, Blooms of Flowers of Hope from the Contents to Mother's Memoir. Please read. In my conversations with my husband, we often shared about Latin America. It is a place we can never forget. He would say, it is where we devoted a great part of our golden years. I would respond, it pains me now, for much remains to be completed. Compared with anywhere in the world, my husband and I offered our most devoted effort in Latin America. We offered devotions and conditions in the scorching sun, covered in dust from head to toe, to plow the fields of hope. Even now, I can close my eyes and vividly recall the scenes of the providence that unfolded in Latin America. That land is soaked with my husband's and my tears and sweat. Today, while that land sometimes seems like a wilderness of despair, we are once again cultivating flowers of hope. I chose Sao Paulo to host the Latin America Summit and Rally of Hope in August 2018. These events kindled the spirit of national restoration throughout Latin America. Building upon this spirit, it was the Dominican Republic in the Caribbean that hosted the Rally of Hope held December 14 to 15, 2019. We convened the opening event, the Latin America and Caribbean Summit at the Hodelpa Grand Almirante Hotel and the State Government Building in Santiago. More than 500 people attended from 43 nations, including Brazil, Mexico, Argentina, Colombia, and Guatemala. His Excellency, President Jimmy Morales of Guatemala and five former heads of state from Trinidad and Tobago, Nicaragua, Ecuador, Bolivia, and Haiti were in attendance. From the Dominican Republican Republic, President Danilo Medina appointed Governor Ana Maria Dominguez of Santiago as his official representative. Other guests included 10 current and former speakers of parliaments, 30 parliamentarians, and dozens of interfaith, civil society, business, and media leaders. Former First Lady of Nicaragua, Maria Flores, honored our ideals in her introductory remarks, after which my emissary and daughter, Women's Federation for World Peace International Vice President, Dr. Moon Sun Jin, delivered my speech. Ultimately, a true and lasting peace can only be achieved when we come to know and understand God, our heavenly parent. 
she said. Only by connecting with God's will and providence can we expect to create lasting solutions. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Next, I will add information about Dominican Summit and reported. It was a really great summit held with the leadership of Continental Director of Sangsok Kim and members of Dominican family in a difficult situation in various ways. In particular, it was a summit held with the utmost effort by Dr. Chang Shik Yang, who was in charge of the North American Continental Director and is currently working hard as the president of UPF in Central America. Dominica is emerging as one of the potential countries that can become Chanilgu among many countries in Central America. I would like to express my heartfelt gratitude to Sub-Regional Director 3, Reverend Takami, and one of the Japanese business leaders who are sending their generous support for this country. So I'd like to invite again, again Heavenly Honey to read. On December 16, 2019, the Family Federation for World... Oh, sorry. The Family Federation for World Peace, FFWPU, revealed that they have preceded the Latin America and Caribbean Summit 2019 in the Dominican Republic, with which they formed a close bond in the 1990s during the days of mission work in Central South America. As the host of the summit, Dr. Hakshahan Moon of Family Federation, the founder of the Universal Peace Federation, UPF, has given an address read by Sun Jin Moon, Senior Vice President of WFWP International, and delivered the message that she has given speeches that spread the true family movement and vision of peace during the Central South America and Caribbean tour in 33 nations, and called upon those of Central South America and the Caribbean to join the summit which is to be held in Korea 2020 and together realize peace through uniting with heavenly parents will. More than 500 people from 43 nations, including the senior vice president's couple of WFWP International, Jimmy Morales, president of Guatemala, Danilo Medina, president of Dominican Republic, substituted by Ana Maria Dominguez, governor of Santiago, Rosalia Atiega, former president of Ecuador and other current and former heads of states, presidents of legislative assemblies and so on, has participated in this summit, which is held from 14th to 15th local time in San Diego, Dominican Republic. Under the theme of the main challenge we face in the current era, interdependence, mutual prosperity, and universal values, participants discussed about the settlement of peace and future development plans in and for the Central South America and Caribbean region. 
Dr. Hakshahan Moon emphasized that interdependence means humanity residing all together without exclusion. Mutual prosperity implies the sharing of resources, technology and opportunities, and universal values means overcoming the walls of religion and culture. So as to be being grateful for having the same root. Moreover, she stressed that the solution to global issues and realizing a world of everlasting peace only exists when we attend Heavenly Parent. Dr. Hakshahan Moon also introduced that since the early 1990s, Reverend Samyang Moon and I have been running various educational programs centering on the Education Center for Ideal Families in Brazil and have been investing and investigating a lot into the conservation and protection of the natural environment in the Amazon era area, expressing the bondage between the Family Federation and Central South America. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Uh, tomorrow, I add more content regarding this uh, Dominica summit. Thank you again, Heavenly Honey. Living divine principle, the dual characteristics of God and the created universe. Please read. Let us begin by pointing out the common elements which are found universally throughout the natural world. Every entity possesses dual characteristics of yang, positivity, masculinity, and yin, negativity, femininity, and comes into existence only when these characteristics have formed reciprocal relationships, both within the entity and between it and other entities. Yes, every entity uh, possess a dual characteristics of yang, positivity, uh, masculinity, and yin, negativity, femininity, and comes into existence only when these characteristics have formed reciprocal relationship both within the entity and beauty need and other entities. The relationship of yang and yin are both reciprocal and absolute objects. Where there is a subject, there is an object, and where there is an object, and there is a subject. This relationship between subject and object and positive and negative has an absolute relationship as a relationship of dual characteristics this is a universal principle. No one can deny about it. For example, man absolutely cannot live without woman. No woman without man. Man and woman's relationship is absolutely reciprocal and objective. Consequently, for us, our partner is an absolute existence like God. Without partner, we cannot exist, multiply, and act. That's why where there are yang and yin, existing as a dual characteristics, dual characteristics of the yang and yin, 
always there is multiplication and can act and also can exist as well. This is a universal principle. Therefore, according to the law of the universe, we need to create a harmonious yang and in relationship all the time. Continue. For example, subatomic particles, the basic building blocks of all matter, possess either a positive charge, a negative charge, or a neutral charge formed by the neutralization of positive and negative constituents. When particles join with each other through the reciprocal relationships of their dual characteristics, they form an atom. My brothers and sisters, from the logic of the dual characteristics of yang and yin, listen carefully, okay. From the logic of the dual characteristics of yang and yin, gays and lesbians violate the law of creation. Can homosexuality can uh, can homosexuality repro reproduce? Can homosexuality create of offspring? The truth must be eternal, unchanging, and absolute. The reason why yang and yin must exist is that they exist for each other and they can reproduce and act. There's no reproduce. Then it's not universal principle. Just only give and take a positivity and positivity. Can you produce that? You cannot produce. Then it's not universal principle. Where there is a universal principle, the relationship between yang and yin definitely exists each other, definitely produce each other, and then act. This is a universal principle, my brothers and sisters. The universal truths of the dual characteristics of yang and yin are that yang exists for yin, and yin exists for yang. This is a universal principle. Not just only unification, churches, dogma, or doctrine. Continue. Plants propagate by means of stamen and pistil. Animals multiply and maintain their species through the relationship between male and female. As for human beings, God created Adam, a man, and Eve, his female counterpart. Thus, we can understand that every entity requires for its existence a reciprocal relationship between the characteristics of yang and yin. Just like all creation, God is also God of the dual characteristics of yang and yin. God has man's fatherly personality and the woman's motherly personality. That's why we call God our heavenly parent. Not parents, okay? Heavenly parent. Only one God. But he has a dual characteristics, yang and yin. Mother's character and also father's character as well. If we say heavenly parents, then that is a big problem. 
You know, we need to understand very clearly about this point. Why mother asked us to call heavenly God as heavenly parents, not heavenly parents. Continue. Even though atoms become positive or negative ions after ionization, each still consists of a positive nucleus and negative electrons in stable unity. Similarly, each animal, whether male or female, maintains its life through the reciprocal relationships of yang and yin elements within itself. The same holds true for every plant, stamen and pistil. Yeah, even in each human, uh, man have the uh, latent of form of feminine nature and woman have a latent masculine nature. Therefore, God's masculine nature and feminine nature exist inside of me. Because men also have the feminine nature, they try to protect their partner like a mother would. Because women also have the masculine nature as a mother, they can be strict toward their children like a father would. Continue. In people, a feminine nature is found latent in men and a masculine nature is found latent in women. Yes. Continue. This is a, let, uh, based on this uh, EDP content, let's study father's work. Two types of people. There are two types of people living in this world man and woman. They cannot change their gender as they please. Were you born because you wished it? We didn't even think or want it or without knowing the cause, result or process, we were born like this. No matter how distinguished humans may be, we cannot deny that we are a resultant being, not a casual being. Consequently, there has to be the first causal being. Who then is that being? Is it a boy or a girl? It doesn't matter whether you call the first causal being God or by any other name. The causal being has to exist. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Because I am a resultant being, my brothers and sisters need to know very clearly, I am a resultant being. I am not a causal being. This matter should be very clear. I must live according to the causal being's purpose of creation. My birth was not by choice. And my death is also not by choice. And I cannot live according to my own wishes either. You can live what what the life only when you live according to the purpose of creation. Therefore, all human beings must live according to God's principle and purpose of creation, and according to the will of the Creator. All human beings must have the absolute faith, absolute love, absolute obedience to God's principle of creation. That's why divine principle clearly mentioned that God's principle of creation should be my purpose of the 
my my purpose of my life because i am resultant being i am not causal being god has a blueprint for me for the sake of the human being that's why i need to adjust according to god's blueprint which is god's you know purpose of creation if i am the creator i can decide everything by myself however we must know that human beings are resultant beings before god if this matter is not clear then you lost the purpose of your you know life wow this is really amazing we are created by god god is my subject and that i am the object partner we need to know very clearly who is the subject partner who is the object partner i am that subject subject partner i i am the one created by god he is my creator i am the object partner i cannot decide anything just now i mentioned that my birth my death i cannot decide by myself even purpose of life i need to follow according to god's original blueprint but if you go your own way completely destroy destroy the principle of the universe how much clear it is the difference between destiny and unchanging destiny i mentioned many times in the last time i'd like to remain i'd like to remind you again you can change your destiny but you cannot change your unchanging destiny you know you can change your destiny according to your dream according to your goal according to your determination according to your will power you can change your destiny however there is one thing you cannot change your unchanging destiny you were born as a man you cannot change you cannot change your own father and mother same blood lineage even though you dislike your father and mother you cannot change your father and mother you cannot change no matter what your own children because of same blood lineage you cannot change your own physical brothers brothers and sisters because of same blood lineage that is a unchanging destiny it is unchanging destiny to be born as a man or a woman likewise your relationship with god is not destiny but unchanging destiny who oppose this universal principle surely she or he will decline you were born as a man and want to become a woman you was born as a woman but want to become man this is totally violate universal principle this is a really sin of the sins if oppose universal principle nobody can survive finish with the man generation 
Do you understand what I mean? This very important point, my brothers and sisters, according to point of the principle, a principle of creation, what is a sin, what is not sin, we need to understand this point. You are a resultant being, not a causal being. Therefore, you cannot decide your time of birth or death. Because we are resultant being, we cannot exist without God as a causal being. That's why, why Heavenly Father cannot abandon human being? Because of what? Because of unchanging destiny. He, God created human being, he has his own son, own son and daughters. According to unchanging destiny principle, he cannot give up any human being, no matter how much bad guy you are. Cannot change. Because he, God is a causal being, we are resultant being. He is my parents, we are children of God. How can he change this kind of unchanging destiny? That's why the relationship between God and me, unchanging destiny. No matter how much bad guy you are, even though you go to hell of the hell, he cannot change you forever. God, no matter what, need to bring him back to his bosom. There's God's unchanging destiny. And then we are fallen human beings, no matter what, how much we dislike God, no matter how much, no matter how much we how much deny God, God does not exist. But God definitely does exist. Then our, our destiny is what? We need to go back to God's person because of unchanging destiny. Between my mind and body, unchanging destiny. Between my parents and myself, unchanging destiny. Between siblings, unchanging destiny. Same things, once I marry somebody and once mixed blood lineage become unchanging destiny. Originally cannot separate. That is God's universal principle. Anyway, someone may be struggling with me. Someone struggling with this principle. But anyway, we need to adjust. The principle is a principle. Truth is a truth, I am telling you. Okay, continue with. Purpose of the existence of the world of creation. If you look at creation, regardless of mineral, plant, or animal world, the higher subjective and objective being absorbs the lower subjective and objective being and develops its existence. Why can we see such phenomena? This is because all beings in creation have the responsibility to complete the Lord of all creation, human beings. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. The min mineral, 
need to exist for the sake of more higher purpose, for the sake of the plan. And plan also need to exist for the sake of the more higher purpose. So plan need to exist for the sake of the animal, animal world. Animal need to exist more than, uh, for the sake of the more higher subjective, for the sake of the human being. How about human being? Human being need to exist more higher purpose for the sake of God. There's a very clear order and clear purpose. We need to understand this purpose of existence of the world of creation. Okay, continue. Why do men and women center on to become one? Around what axis do subject and object or yang and yin unite? Kissing? Love is not only a concept, but also reality. What is the reality upon which love can settle? There is something you do not know. You do not know what makes man a man and woman a woman. It is none other than the sexual organs. Is there anyone who dislikes them? If you like them, how much do you like them? Until now, you may not have thought it virtuous to value the sexual organs, but from now on, you should cherish them. Wow. This is a really important content. Love is not only concept. I love you. You love me. Of course, love is very much real and reality, but need to have a substantial reality. Then Father said, what's the reality upon which love can settle, centering on where? Centering on where? What's the reality of the true love? Substantially. That is sexual organ. Hmm? How can say that you are man? How can we say that you are woman? Centering on what? Sexual organ is different. Woman's a sexual organ, men's a sexual organ. How can we decide you are man or a woman? Centering on sexual organ. How much really important it is. How can we unite together spiritually and physically all together? Without sexual relationship, just say, I love you, you love me. Between husband and wife, there is not substantial love. Substantial means spiritually and physically involved together between husband and wife. There is a centering on sexual organ. Okay, continue. Who owns my sexual organs? Who owns the male and female organs? The owner of the husband's sexual organ is his wife, and the owner of the wife's sexual organ is her husband. We did not know that a person's sexual organ is owned by someone of the opposite sex. This is a simple truth, which is undeniable. Even after history progresses for thousands of years, this truth will not change. Typically, a man thinks his sexual organs belongs to himself, and a woman thinks her sexual organ is her own. That is why the world is perishing. 
everyone has been mistaken concerning the ownership of the sexual organs. People have been thinking that love is absolute, eternal, and dreamlike. But had they known that the ownership of eternal love lies with the opposite sex, the world would not have become like it is today. Wow. This is one of the greatest revolutionary. It is very clearly declared. Do you know what? My brother senses. Who is the owner of the, my sexual organ? Many things. My sexual organ is belong to me because my sexual organ is always with me. This is a really a wrong understanding. Why? Father say very clearly, according to universal principle, man was born for the sake of the woman. Woman was born, you know, to exist for the sake of the woman. Man for woman, woman for man. That's why man's owner is woman. Woman's owner is man. Then how about sexual organ? How about sexual organ? According to that universal principle, sexual organ same things. Plus, exist for the sake of the minus. Minus exist for the sake of the plus. Am I right? That means what? Plus owner is minus, minus owner is plus. Minus itself cannot exist by alone. Same thing. That's why Father say, according to universal principle, my sexual organ not belong to my own self. My sexual organ belong to my spouse. Wow. Eve thought that her sexual organ belonged to her. That's why he, she misused her sexual organ. If she know the clear universal principle, my sexual organ belonged to Adam. Adam think my sexual organ belonged to Eve, centering on God. If they know that principle, my sexual organ belong to my opposite partner. They need to get permission. You know, to use the sexual organ, my sexual organ. You need to get permission because my sexual organ belongs to my spouse. You need to get permission. You cannot use it by yourself. How much clear divine principle? Father said, there is no spare key between husband and wife. Anyway, I share more about tomorrow, this content. Without understanding principle of creation, we cannot, how to say, many things we cannot settle down, all problems, issues. Today's youth ministry, Abraham, who overcame suffering.
Abraham's three major sufferings, which were the pain of severing blood ties from the, his ancestor, the pain of severing his marital relationship, and the pain of the severing ties with his own child, hurt as much as being killed. Think about how great God's suffering must have been for God to give up his original garden of Eden to Satan because of fall of a man to give his only son Adam to Satan and to suffer the separation between Adam and him. Yesterday we learned Abraham's three great sufferings. You know, to overcome all these things, you cannot restore unless you pay the price with more pain. To understand the feelings of the parents who lost a child. You cannot comfort the, the other partner unless you are in the same position as them. To comfort God's heart who suffered because of the fall of Adam and Eve. Fallen human beings cannot liberate God's suffering unless they follow the same path. Know the principle that restoration is possible by paying the same price in the course of indemnity. If we do not know this indemnity cause and only look externally at the providence that God is leading, we can see God as a cruel God. My brothers and sisters, in order to understand my spouse's situation, I need to understand my spouse's heart. I need to understand her background, how she grown up, what her relationship with her parents, how much she gone through suffering here and there. And when you truly understand that person's heart, then you can relate to that person. My brothers and sisters, our heavenly God, he lost anti his property universe. He lost his begotten son. He lost his begotten daughters. He lost his everything. Then in order to communicate with God, in order to liberate God, Without understanding God's pain, how can I say that you are pain? In order to liberate God, in order to release God's pain, I need to understand his pain, his sorrow, his tears. I need to have the same kind of the experience otherwise. I never understand heart of God. That's why God's pain and suffering appear to Abraham's cause. Throughout the human history, oh, all kinds of suffering and hardship. Actually, that is express God's suffering and difficulties. The way of indemnity is, in a word, a way 
where you must prepare yourself to yourself for death and follow God. Pain is resolved when it encounters greater pain. And suffering is a comfort when it encounters greater suffering. The three great suffering of Abraham shown through Abraham's family are representative examples of all the suffering God went through when losing Adam's family. Abraham walked the path of the suffering without changing in front of the will of God. And God was so happy that he said, I am the God of Abraham. He did not say that Abraham was his son. He said, I am the God of Abraham. That means the child is better than their parents. It means that Abraham moved God's heart. When you move someone, it means that you won over the, the other person. Even though he failed for the when he offered the three, three offerings. But he determined and he really realized that his mistake. Since that time, he really uh, gone through the pain of the giving away his wife to uh, other kings. And also he followed God's direction to offer his only son, Isaac. He completely denied himself. However, however, his internal heart, how much it was painful when he giving away his wife to other kings. When we, when he offered his son, and his son become the offering. Wow. However, he put God first. He put God first. Offering Isaac means offer he himself. Killing Isaac means killing himself. When he completely denied and then think God first and then God appeared to him. Now you know my heart. And God confessed that from now on I am the God of Abraham. This kind of the encouragement by God, that means he went over God's heart. That's why I envy him. You know, offer my life, dedicate so much, contribute something for the sake of the God. At the end, God really can say to me that 
I am the, I'm the, I'm the really God of Doctor Yo. Even True Father said, I'm the Father Moon of Doctor Yo. Even True Mother can say that I am the Ma, I am the Mother of Mother Moon of Doctor Yo. Jesus can say that I am the Jesus of Doctor Yo. Wow. Still very far away to far away to go. How Abraham beat up the parent and child relationship between God and himself. Can you imagine how to build father and son's relationship? Even though he was so painful, so much suffering. But Abraham, he did very well. That's why my brothers and sisters, we really understand about God's heart. God did not call Abraham the son of God. In other words, he did not say that Abraham belonged to God, but rather that God belonged to Abraham. What we can see here is that Parents who want their children to be better than them. God also want, wants humans to be better than him. Abraham, who overcame suffering. How we can overcome our suffering? Without meeting God's heart. When I, when any suffering come to me, any pain come to me, we need to treat as a God's suffering, God's pain. When my pain meet greater pain, which is God's pain, and then I can solve my pain. We can learn many things from our central figures. Most important thing is he or she failed or his main mission owner. Why he failed? Why he didn't offer properly? That is second matter. Most important issue is heart. When we completely inherit God's heart. When we completely understand God's situation, then we are the one who truly become God's sons and daughters. We are the one who truly can build parent and child relationship. I hope my brothers and sisters, at the end of your life, God said, I am the God of somebody. When we hear that kind of testimony from God, from true father, from true mother, we can say that you are truly God's 
trillions and dollars. True parents, trillions and dollars. Thank you.